and MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up everyone? Hope you're having an amazing start to your day, or maybe amazing end to your day, depending on when you're listening to this. But today, I am pretty excited to share some uh, valuable info for you about creating your own lead magnets and information products. Um, We just, I literally just... Finished, uh, get, or finished getting done with the video talking about the same exact topic. And I wanted to bring this up because I think a lot of people really want to use funnels and create a brand and a following for themselves in, you know, obviously in, in this industry, but a lot of people can't or they feel like they can't because they're starting from zero, right? You have no credibility, you have low results, um, so it's hard to talk about anything. And, you know, that's specifically what I'm talking to today. Now, I, I do know of a lot of people, actually, this is kind of interesting. If you're not in this category, you might not believe me, but I do know a fair amount of people that are actually you know, very successful uh, in the industry, and they don't really even know where to start or what to say if they wanted to build their own online brand, if they were to sell any online products in this niche or you know, create a lead magnet or anything like that. They really just don't know what to do, what to say. Um, and I know you like, if you're like, Oh my gosh, I would have so much to say if I was a, you know, if I was a top earner and stuff, like I would be able to, you know, do this and this and t- teach people this. And you know, yeah, you would think, you think that's the way everyone thought, but the, the answer is no. And you could be listening to this. If you are, uh, in the category that is described, you are a top earner and you're not sure where to start. Well, I want to encourage you just to start because people want to know what you've got to say. Um, and you know, starting in imperf- imperfectly, as you know, is better than not starting at all. And the number one, the number one thing that I messed up, like I made some mistakes, uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty monstrous mistakes, um, especially the first handful of years in my career in this industry. Um, and but the but the number one biggest one of all is not building my personal brand. The second I started in the industry, literally, if I would have if I would have began then. 
Um, I would have caught the second, like, not like necessarily a dot-com boom, but honestly, like, <laughs> the boom of the online guru. I would have caught that wave. Um, and I didn't because I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I was completely blind. Like, I had no idea that that was even a thing. Literally, it was the furthest thing from my, from my view. So, I mean, I had no idea. But if I did know, that was the biggest thing that I messed up. So if you're listening to this now and you haven't started building something online, some type of brand that will, that is bigger than you, um, you need to start. Okay. So even if you're starting with a basic lead magnet or a basic funnel or anything like that, or even a basic website or a basic YouTube channel or a basic podcast, start somewhere. Trust me. Okay. In 10 years, you're going to wish that you did. So, all right, let's jump backwards to the, the people that I really wanted to talk with on this particular episode, which is those that um, maybe you don't have the results that you want to have yet. Okay. So, you know, you're not, you're, you might be earning some money, but you know, you're, you know that you're far from your goal, right? You know that you're far from the place that people will, will really brass tax listen to you um, from, you know, an industry perspective like this. So if you're in that category, first of all, it's totally cool. And, you know, don't worry about it. Just embrace it. Like we, we're all like we all have to go through it, right? So no matter what, it's totally cool. But that's exactly who I want to talk to right now because I want to encourage you to start building your personal uh, brand, your initial funnels of some kind. So when I first started my like personal brand, if you will, I started with a website, just a, just a regular website, like it's like an information website about myself. That is not necessarily the route I would choose again. Um, I did that. I was way too picky with how it was built. It, and, and literally, like, it doesn't matter anyway because no one's going to come to it for a while. The next thing I did wrong is I didn't, I built this stupid website, or I had it built for me. And um, then I, like, that was years ago, and I never implemented SEO. So over the years, that website doesn't even get that much traffic, even to this day. Like, my funnels get way more traffic than our website, <laughs> which is, should be the opposite, right? Your website should bring a lot of traffic in just from SEO by the nature of how old it is. Um, so that's how I started. I don't think that's how you should start. If I were to go back, I would change something. First thing I would do is I would start with a funnel and a YouTube channel. Um, YouTube channel is obviously a search engine platform, so I would focus somewhere somewhere like that. But even before I got to YouTube, the, I would focus on building a lead magnet. Now, lead magnet, if you're not familiar, is basically when you opt in for something. So when you give someone your email and your phone number or your email and name or something, and they put you into a webinar or they give you a free report of some kind, or they give you a video series, like you've probably opted in for a million of them, right? Um, if you're listening to this show, you've probably opted in for one of our lead magnets. So that's a lead magnet. It's basically a bribe to get someone's contact information. You need a lead magnet. You need to start building your list because over time, that's how things get really, really powerful. For instance, you know, when we were, when we were still building network marketing old school, in order for me to sponsor one person like in a month or at any, it doesn't matter what the length of time was, but if I needed to sponsor one person, I knew I needed to talk to 15 to 30 to 40 people, right? In person, at least, right? That was at my best, at my very best. I was, the, I was cold contacting that many people. So I'd cold contact 15, 20 people, and at my best, I would sponsor one. At my worst, I would have to cold contact hundreds. So that's like, that's old school, right? That's how most people are building the business. 
if you're using real online marketing stuff, like if you go to a direct response marketing and you say, how do you acquire a customer? I guarantee you they're not going to say, go stock gas stations, go cold call people, go message all your friends on Facebook, uh, go, go buy solo ads. They're not going to say any of that stuff, right? They're going to say something along the lines of build a list and sell to the list. So for instance, if you build a list of a thousand people, right? You, after you crunch all your numbers down, you might only sell f- five of them, right? But if you sponsor five people for every thousand people on your list, that's pretty good. Okay. We don't know if that's good or bad yet. The question is how long does it take you and how do you build a list of a thousand people? And if it takes you three years to build a list of a thousand people, obviously that's bad. Now in the beginning, it might take you a long time, but as you as everything starts compounding, right? And everything starts really rolling, you could build a list of a thousand people in a month, a week, a day. So as this list gets bigger, your influence gets bigger, and you can then basically send offers out for your business into that list, and people will join your business just by, by the fact that you have an influence with that list. Does that make sense? So a lead magnet gives you the opportunity to build a list in a credible and, um, yeah, credible way, a place where you have authority, right? See, with the list that you have, when you come into network marketing and you come in with your Walmart list, you don't have authority with that list. You might have authority in some regard. Maybe you're the most successful person in your network, but that's where your authority stops. You have no authority in network marketing yet. So you need authority in the industry, and or at least in some aspect of your business. If you're a health and wellness company, uh, you, you need authority either in the business opportunity side or in the health side, something. Make sense? So, okay, we already, so now we've kind of, cemented that idea in our brain that we need some type of a of an authoritative brand on the interwebs first and easiest way to do this the way i would start all over again is i would start publishing regularly on youtube or a podcast it's the first thing i would do i wouldn't care what i said i would just literally get on and start talking the second thing i would do is uh produce a lead magnet which actually i did this one i did it correctly um except for i went about it wrong so what I did is I actually wrote a report um, called Network Marketing Versus Everything Else. And the report's pretty good. Um, I read it today. I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. But it's all right. Um, but one thing about it that I did wrong is I wrote the whole stinking thing before I ever get, a, get anyone to download it. So I just kind of hoped that people would want it. That's the worst mistake you can make in marketing. Just to build... To, I took like two months to write this thing. And then I just kind of hoped that people would would like it. Well, thankfully I was lucky and people did download it and they did like it. And that's how I started building my list, but it was complete luck of the draw. Most of the time that doesn't happen. I just got lucky one time. Um, just, yeah. So don't do that. What you want to do is find something that people will download or people will pay you for and then build that thing. Okay. So essentially what you're going to do is you're going to get people to download this lead magnet and then you're going to, and then you're going to basically put them on a waiting list and then give it to them once you're done building it, but you're going to find out if they're going to download it first. So I went about that backwards, but kind of besides the point, the point is I wrote this report and I basically compared network marketing versus everything else. Because at the time that I wrote this, I had, I had the skill set of sponsoring. I was really good at sponsoring people, but I was really bad at like keeping people in the business and creating like actual like like actual good paychecks um like sometimes i'd get a good paycheck but overall i wasn't like on a consistent basis so i wasn't quitting my like i was still working a job when i wrote that report so that being said like i needed um i needed to do some i needed to write something that didn't that wasn't tied to like my credit my personal credibility with like making a ton of money in the industry 
So I wrote that report. And that report was basically comparing network marketing versus other forms of passive income. And I, I could do that because I, I said, okay, like I've literally, like personally, I've spent years and years and years studying and researching this industry versus other ones because I, you know, just am that type of a person. So the, that's kind of the miniature point there is I focused on something that I didn't have to, or that I actually had credibility in, which was at that point research. So how do you build an information product or a lead magnet if you have limited credibility? Well, hopefully by now you're starting to pick up on what I'm trying to get at, which the first thing is if you have limited credibility, or anything like that, if you have that stuff, then you want to focus on something where you have credibility. And so for instance, I'm gonna give you a few examples. Let's pretend you are a copywriter, okay? I'm just kind of throwing stuff out there. Let's say you're a copywriter, you're good at writing. You could create a lead magnet that's basically how to write copy for network marketing or how to write copy for health and wellness, right? If you're a good analytics person, you could say, you know, how to analyze your list in network marketing from the eyes of a analytics professional. If you are good at, you know, whatever, right? Working out, you know, workout plan from, you know, XYZ personal trainer or a person that's been working out for 15, 20 years and things like that. And you're building your health and wellness list. So you don't have to necessarily build anything directly for network marketing. You just have to build it for either network marketing, the business opportunity or the product world that you're in. So, um, yeah. Now, let's pretend you don't have any skill sets. I've been there before, right? You're not good at writing. You, like, you literally can't think of a skill set that is applicable, which, honestly, you probably have one. You just might not know it. But maybe you're like me. Maybe you, like, literally just didn't really have a skill set that you could think of. Now, actually, now that I say that, literally for the first time ever, I've, I just thought of one. When I was in that point in life where I literally didn't think I had a skill set, I just thought of a skill set that I actually had then that I could have used. Um, that skill set was... was uh, closing sales. I was pretty good at, I was really good at sales in the corporate world. Um, but we talked so much about like filtering people and consulting people and stuff in network marketing. I never really thought of network marketing in that regard as sales, but actually I could have used my sales background as my thing for network marketing. Um, but anyway, let's just pretend cause up to that moment, two seconds ago, I literally was under the impression that I had no marketable skills at that point in my life. And so if you if you are there and you ha you believe you have no marketable skills of any kind, then I'm going to give you the next thing you can do, which is curate information. So you can curate people's information out there and turn it into your own product. So for instance, you could say uh, you could go contact you know five or ten, six or seven figure earners in the industry and interview them, and then compile that into a video series or a podcast series or a written manual or something, and you could literally sell it as you know the secrets of the successful network marketing, compiling five or ten of them. I mean, that's literally what Tim Ferriss did in Tools of Titans. Like, he obviously already had a big name, but he barely wrote anything in that book. He was interviewing people. Think and Grow Rich, you know, Napoleon Hill. He's basically compiling interviews from, you know, however many people he interviewed, 100, 500 ultra-successful people at that day and age. That's, that's what that book is about. So you can curate information. There's a website called Gutenberg.com. I think that's G-U-T-E-N-B-E-R-G or something like that. And essentially what that is, is that's the public domain for books that are basically out of print. And the copyright, or not out of print, excuse me, it's, the copyright is, is either was never there or is expired. And so, like, literally the book, Think and Grow Rich, 
is in the public domain. You could literally take Think and Grow Rich, you could reformulate it a little bit, and you could sell Think and Grow Rich for network marketing. Now, I think someone already did that, but you get what I'm saying. You could literally do something like that, and that would be your product, right? Or Think and Grow Rich for, you know, health professionals in network marketing. Think and Grow Rich for CBD oil and CBD oil professionals in network marketing. Or I'm sure there's health books on there. I'm sure there's books on naturopathic medicine. You could combine combine that with CBD and stuff like that. So anyway, the opportunities are literally endless. And the fact that you don't have results yet is no excuse to not start building credibility. You know, some a lot of people, like if you think about it, some of the greatest interviewers, interviewers, a lot of them don't have previous results that they use to make their to make their current following. So if you think of like, I mean, think of Tim Ferriss, right? I mean, he's obviously got a really successful background. He's a super successful uh, author, uh, super successful guy in the, what was his first business? The supplement space, um, you know, just a really just amazing thinker. But if you think about his books today and his podcast today, okay, his podcast today is interviews. And now, did he use his following that he built from previous successes to actually get those interviews out to the world? Yes. But does he really talk at all about his supplement success? Which if you don't know, like the book, the four hour work week, his freedom was built on a supplement business and you never hear him talking about a supplement business, but he, yet he still, you know, puts information out there in, in the form of an interview without ever relying on that previous success. Um, if you think of other big name, like, you know, anchors, uh, news anchors, things like that. They're literally reporting news, stuff that other people did, and they're getting a big name from it. So you could be like that, and you don't necessarily need this huge base layer of success in order to start building your name. You just need to come at it from a place of honesty, integrity, and stuff like that. See, one of the things that I did um, that I I think everyone has to grow out of this, unless you're very special. <laughs> And what I mean is just being being honest. And not that I was never dishonest. I mean, I was I was never dishonest in any information that I put out there. But I definitely went through a phase where I was very afraid of my lack of results. I was very afraid of like being perceived as not successful, being perceived as a failure. And because of that, I always wrote kind of loosely. Like all of my like a lot of my content was 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 loose. It it didn't fully it didn't really drive any points home because I didn't want it to drive any points home. Because if it did, it would, I, felt, I was afraid it would have shined light on like who I was, right? And I was afraid of putting me out there um, because you know, I, just to be totally honest with you, I think like even as we've grown, I'm still to this day. There's still aspects of our like business and life that I would prefer to just kind of keep to me, right? Like. Like and I, I don't even know what they are exactly all the time. Sometimes they're floating, sometimes they change, but there's just things that I'm like, ah, like it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes. Sometimes, and I'm a lot better at being vulnerable now, but it's still hard, and I'm still not fully over it. But that's okay because I'm getting better at it every single time I put something out there. Getting better at it, and the thing that is so interesting is people are actually more drawn to you when you're vulnerable. I've had more people reach out to me and say, Hey, like, thank you. And stuff like that. When they hear, you know, really like quote unquote, real raw, vulnerable episodes. Um, so just know that 
people are okay with you being vulnerable. Vulnerable. In fact, they like it. They want you to be that way. And the other side benefit, which is just you know, just happens to be um, an amazing one, is when you are vulnerable and uh, brutally honest, you actually get better results, which is super weird. I mean, I remember a distinct kind of time where I went from a bit of a wishy-washy message, um, and it wasn't because I was being, it was, literally, there wasn't like a thought of like, oh, I'm being dishonest. It was just a thought of, it was just scared. I was just fearful. Like, I was just fearful that people were going to see me. And I remember a time, it was probably a few months times, time frame, and I, somehow I shifted. And I don't really know how I shifted. It's just because I started to shift. And I remember when I started to get results, it was just because, I think I just got so angry with with just the way things were happening. I was just so upset with the way that things were being done in, uh, you know, in the network marketing world. And, and I wanted to speak to it. And I was like, you know what? Screw everything. I don't care what people think. I'm going to, I'm going to, number one, figure this out for myself. And I'm going to tell people about it. And if they want to get pissed, go ahead. You know, and I just kind of got to the point where I just didn't care what people thought of me. And that's kind of when I was able to actually help people and actually help myself. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, so many people in network marketing, including me, we want to help people. We want to serve others. But to be totally frank and honest, you have to serve yourself first. You have to honor yourself first, and then you can serve others. If you're not empowered, if you're not filled up, you're going to have a horribly hard time impacting anyone else because like no one, you just don't have anything to give. You have nothing valuable to give if you're broken inside. So just find your own voice and it's okay to start without it. You know, I started without my own voice. I was, you know, like I said, I was curating information and I was good at curating information, but I was really bad when it, when it came time for me to speak, that's when I lost, that's when I kind of lost the lost my way, not lost my way. I just kind of like wasn't effective, right? Because I wasn't being me. I was afraid of you seeing me. And that being said, don't let that stop you from moving forward. So if you, if you relate to like early Zach, when he wasn't really sure what to say, when he was being so careful with his words, because what if I say the wrong thing and you, and you think something different about me, right? What if I say the wrong thing and I lose influence with you? Like I was being so careful, so measured with every word. If you feel like that, if you're scared, if you're nervous about people seeing you, if you're afraid about being vulnerable, if you feel like you're kind of always hiding behind something, I want to encourage you to still start anyway. And even if you're hiding, that's fine. Just still start. And if you still stay hiding, that's fine. Just keep going. Because eventually, you'll stop hiding because something will change in you. But it won't change unless you start. Because it changed in me, and I don't even know how it changed. I just know that I started, I kept moving, and eventually started to shift. And I'm waiting for another shift, actually, because... While I feel like I've gotten to this place where I'm very okay with, you know, being vulnerable in a lot of ways, I feel like there's another level I can go to. Maybe that'll never stop. Maybe there's always another another level that we can always go to, and I think there is. Um, and in some ways, in some ways, I really want that to be the case, and in some ways, I don't. <laughs> you know, it's like maybe I just want to be like super comfortable. I don't know. But you know, continuing to push ourselves is what I think keeps us alive. So anyway, hopefully you found value in this and hopefully uh, this gave you some uh, not only uh, applicable skill sets to apply to uh, build your lead magnets and things like that, but also some thought process behind it so you have the courage to do so. So anyway, join the, excuse me, join the private discussion group and tell me how this is going for you. That's MLMSalesFunnels.com. I'd love to hear how your lead magnet progression is going. And if we can help in any way, we would love to. So anyway, hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.